0: This is the Chip Marble Podcast. I am your host, Matt Hamill, and today I have Ben and Kyle Hanna coming into the studio. Uh, These two brothers are two thirds of the Georgetown band, Mountain Head. And I'll I'll describe these guys for you. They rolled up to the studio. The first time I had met these guys, they're in a big ass truck. They had matching black denim outfits with gold grills on their teeth. So uh, just to paint a picture for you really fun guys i think that if you were to build a prototype of like guys that you'd want to party with it's ben and kyle hannah now with that being said these are some enlightened dudes you know they make really great music a lot of depth there and just sounds really different so we'll start things off with a live performance of their new song we stole your head that's actually coming out on april 26 and then we'll just jump right into the interview here it is Guys from Mountainhead in studio, Ben and Kyle Hanna. Thanks a lot, guys.
1: Mountainhead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was pre-planned on on the
2: ride over, or what? That, well, no, we we forgot just a the sound. Tag. It. Yeah, it's just, just like you tag. know how okay, the rappers cool, cool, have cool. their thing. You yeah, know. you kind of have that. It, yeah, it, 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 all those things that stick in your head, like Lil Jon.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 All right. That's not not a bad way to approach it. That yeah, was. we we went to a rap. We went to see two, two Chains like last summer. And like every after every song, you'd be like two Chains," and it's like that's you wake True. up and that's in your head. Yeah, it is. You like know the, the branding, songs. Yeah, you're like, oh, sure. I kind of remember them, but that sticks with you. I actually
0: saw Lil John in uh, in concert in Quebec City, and I think the I've main reason anybody goes to see Lil John is because of the you know the all the, the hubbub master. with the yeah, yeah. with the uh, with the catchphrases. Absolutely. He actually smoked a bong on stage. Did he? It was <laughs> great. Yeah, and we're all like 16 years old, and we thought it was. Great. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> was it an
3: acrylic bomb? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that yeah. I, I feel like <laughs> little John would have a little acrylic bomb.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I forget now. I was a little uh, maybe uh, influenced myself that deep. Oh, yeah, but, sure. Uh, I mean, you go to little John, you got to. Fellas, our, uh, our dads actually work together. They're in the, uh, the corporate world. That's right. And that's yeah, the how the we got linked up. Yeah, the suits. And uh, yeah. yeah, just kind of fascinating that we got to, uh, able to link up. Absolutely. And uh, I want to know, you know, your fo- your dad is, uh, you know, in that corporate world and here you guys are doing the music thing. Mm-hmm. How did that kind of contrast happen? And when did that become clear that maybe you guys weren't uh, going down that that business
2: path? The business... Uh, well, we all... We both attempt... Well, I, I I got through the business path. Like, I went through my four years in finance. Yeah, it's That's what I a got. a finance degree. Finance degree. But, like, the last semester in school, I, like, took a music class for an elective because I needed something. Yeah. And I immediately knew that I was... Putting numbers from this side of the T to this side was not for me and that I was in the wrong spot. So, like, one class, and I was like, I don't think I should be doing this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So, that was me. But Ben...
3: I've been shredding for years.
2: But you Just didn't make been... it through, you went, you tried the business school thing and you're like, "Yeah." Well, I mean, I've
3: been, I've been shredding music for years. I started playing guitar True. when I was young and uh, yeah. really started to excel at it. And then I became like the party trick, where uh, when Mark would have his corporate parties- Give us some Johnny Cash. Everyone would come upstairs and I'd be like shredding the- Crazy train. The, the crazy train solos yeah. or guitar solos from songs yeah. and uh, yeah, I don't know, I, I, I was really into it and then high school kind of took over my head, you know, how that, that game goes. And uh, I decided to do what I thought was expected of me, which was business school. And uh, I had this like eight track recorder in my dorm. And I just like found myself skipping pretty much every class and I'd just be making music on this thing.
2: And uh, a little Call of Duty in there too, I'm
3: sure. Yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 as well. <laughs> but uh, I didn't leave the dorm much, but uh, it, just, it just wasn't resonating with me. And I, I was in Fort McMurray and uh, again, our father was having a party, and all his corporate homies were over, and he just kind of like nonchalantly was like, well, yeah, you had a good year, you're going back, right? And I was like, no. And it was kind of like the needle on the record, the whole party just like, Burr. and I was like, I think I'm going to, you know, pursue the music thing. And it was bumpy for a sec, but I mean, ultimately, there's been a lot of support. There's been, there's been bumps along the way, but uh, we've been working hard, and I mean... It's starting to show, so, I mean, they're they're starting to understand what we're up to.
0: Yeah, you'd think maybe almost like a healthy skepticism from parents of, like, uh, not trying to be like, yeah, Yeah. for sure, go be an actor or something like that. Uh, Yeah, but, you know, anything that you do, if you bring, you know, your full energy and, you know, something you have talent for, and like you said... This was something you're doing anyway. Like you're in the dorm room. This is just stuff you feel compelled to do. So, yeah. and uh, that's where your talent is. So why not explore that path? And I'm sure, sure that's when the parents get on board. Is when they see, no, okay, he's yeah. he's for real. This isn't yeah, just uh, he's no, an avoidance the dog, path. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> really be, cool, guys.
3: Yeah, we weren't turning out results. I mean, I I would understand if they told us to, yeah, you know, go start washing buses again. But we've been <laughs> we've been going at
0: it. We've been going at it. Really cool. So the project you guys have right now, Mountainhead, is the name. You guys have a drummer as well. Uh, yep. Yes. Miss really Danny cool. Nash. Yep. Really cool. That what's it like having? Uh, what's it like having her on board? She's you know she all over the Toronto music scene. She's season. a badass. Uh,
2: Straight up. Yeah.
3: She's uh, she makes us cooler for sure. She looks really cool. <laughs> she plays well.
2: Yeah. She and, adds like uh, the rock and roll into things. Like we kind of we got like this like very like stiff kind of thing going on and, that, and then because we're playing just together with two guitars and then when the drums get in there and it's everything starts rolling a bit we're like ah there we go that feels a lot better so that's what she adds. she just like kicks her ass which is hilarious because she's a tiny little girl that's pretty
0: wild. because yeah. you guys do have bring the cool factor you got the gold teeth yeah. you know the the hats the beards the whole look and yeah to find somebody that can you know really compliment the,
2: the absolutely the whole vibe, that's very true
0: that's yeah pretty I cool think about that, yeah really cool guys hey is there any kind of like healthy competition between you guys I'm wondering like what's the songwriting dynamic and maybe you know we talked before about the the McCartney and Lennon dynamic of people that are kind of you know bringing each other up to be their best do you guys sense that between each other between the brothers it can
3: get intense in the studio Uh, especially uh, I mean there's been other projects with other bands where there was more people to diffuse the situation but I found Kyle and I working together we have a very specific thing that we know we're looking for and we it's not like a spoken thing like we just understand when we know we found that thing to yeah. chase and then to get to that thing is where it can get heated and you're just kind of chasing the you got to chase the idea in the song and not so much
2: the have personality and have our heads, sh- have you our heads yourself out of the it. way as much as possible mm-hmm. it's it, and then you can feel when things are going right like you're like oh this is this should be like this and like we both know if something is on or off like just i don't know intuitively or whatever
0: yeah you gotta find that right fit cause yeah. you, know, you go in the studio all anybody's trying to do is just capture some magic you know like what exactly. is that when you pull a good idea or something That's that just works thing. and yeah like how to also manage the personality dynamic in terms yeah. of yeah. just setting the stage to, to make that happen right to get yeah. that great those great moments absolutely we,
3: we understand ourselves well enough that we don't punch each other in the face but like <laughs> it can get heated sure yeah Heated like, in a way
2: that's very passive and just like, like, cause we're, you know. Legal marijuana helps a lot to round the edge of like, roughness. It <laughs> I really love does, you, man. man. It really does. <laughs> like, so you're not like two at each other. It's like more like, oh, yeah, man, I hear that. You know, yeah. and like it sounds stupid, but it actually works in a creative setting like that. Mm-hmm. And trying to get ideas through like the tunnel rather than blocking it up.
3: Mm-hmm. Getting everything together for a publicist, though, I wouldn't recommend the legal oh, God, marijuana. Yeah. You just sit there laughing at everything you're doing. And then you read it the next day. Or
2: it's been four (laughs) hours on Photoshop. Yeah. 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 Anyhow, but yeah. And like the Lennon-McCartney thing, I see that like, like, how I look at it is like, Paul is like too much like, he's too happy with life. So like Lennon's got to be like, yo, life isn't all peaches, man. And like, we're kind of like, not as as polarized as those two, I would say. So we can both understand that life is not all good or all bad it's like you got to walk the the line in between the yin and yang symbol you know as much as possible ride the dragon yeah
0: But you guys talk about kind of being at it. You know, sometimes it gets intense, but sure. it seems like a pretty chill lifestyle you guys got. I mean, the look. Uh, you're up in Georgetown. do not you guys <laughs> yeah. have like a, a big property up there or something like that? Yeah, it's on the not, party house that or you yeah.
2: Know. Well, uh, that's yeah, true. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's been uh, we have neighbors too close and they get pissed off. Yeah, often. when we
3: when we brought the uh, the drum kit into the main room in the main floor, there's been some complaints next doors. But yeah, yeah we've had the, we've been running a studio out of that spot for like the last seven years. So that was big time for just honing our skills and- For sure. And that's ex- about like an
0: hour outside of Toronto, right? Yeah, in yeah. terms of, okay, yeah, yeah, up in Georgetown.
3: Yeah. It's uh, not too far. And uh, yeah, it's been great. I mean, we got to work with a lot of great musicians. We got to play on a lot of great records and just like get better ourselves. And then when it comes time to make our own stuff, we can kind of just like unconsciously amalgamate everything we've done. Sure. And it I know it's worked well we've made a lot of great contacts too and just met a lot of cool people who have kind of helped us along the way where' just you know look here look there, don't do this do that and just kind of like uh speed up our evolution you know yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, such a big thing is having that peer group. You know, being in a place like uh, Toronto. How often are you guys able to be in Toronto, and because that's really where the majority of the Absolutely. artists and the networking and the collaboration Absolutely. potential can happen. So, what's well, it like a having that kind of the distance in a way from the big city
2: it's, where the scenes at? I mean, it's just like the initial thing, like oh, quick forty-five minutes. Yeah, you got to go, but like it, it's exactly what you're saying, man. It's the hub of, I would say, Canada. It's Canada's L.A. And, like, we kind of, like, know the, the the cool places to be where the everyone's kind of connecting. Because it is that, like, saying, like, it's not what you know, it's who you know. It's like people, it's like we're like, it's like the Internet. It's like we're all getting together and networking, like these computers. And then we can help each other out and understand the business side of things and understand each other and help each other out. Which is cool because, like, the artists tend to help, like, each other rather than you see that cutthroat in the corporate but it still is like that like in the artist thing but there's more the the boundaries are less rigid so people are more helping you you know yeah even and if it's not a good people. natured,
0: like oh yes. I want to help the artists around me exactly it's still like you see artists that are doing things really well and then that again like that pressure you know that it's gonna lift you up yeah. and inspire you to kind of get to that level. Okay. I talked to a guy, Ernesto Cervini. He's like a he's a jazz drummer. Cool. He said the biggest thing for his development was moving to New York City. And just everywhere he turned, yeah. he was like, "Oh my God! I thought I was I had it going on, and now like every random yeah. bar I walk into is like a world class player." So like that powerful thing of you know being in a place like Toronto with all those artists that can kind of yeah, yeah just kind of keep you motivated, Very keep true, you uh, aware yeah, yeah, yeah. of what's
2: out there, and yeah. And keep going, and getting better, and being like, "Oh, I didn't know I could do that." You just like see some move on a guitar, or, like even like a, a beat on a drum. You're like, "Ah, oh, I, I dig that. Okay, I can use that."
3: And yeah, it's not always just uh, it's not always just what you think or the area you're in. Like it, it, the sky's the limit on like talent or ability. Like it, everywhere you go, you just get into a bigger circle, and a bigger circle, and a bigger circle. And you realize, okay, well, if if you want to swim, you got to really learn how to swim, and you got to learn how to hold your breath because it's going to get deep.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like you're never satisfied of being there. Like, oh, I finally made it. It's like, well, that what does that even mean, you know? Yeah, just keep always a new something. Open, I guess. Yeah,
3: yeah. The, as uh, I guess it's kind of silly because of the band name, but it's like every every spot you hit on the mountain, you're going to look up, and there's still going to be you're never going to reach that peak. You're never going to reach the peak. You're just going to keep going. And you keep climbing and you just got to understand that that's life
2: yeah sisyphus you know sisyphus Sisyphus, that myth push that boulder to
3: the top and it's gonna roll back like tortured
2: for eternity and then he has to like just push the boulder up the hill and then roll it down and he does that forever it's like this is like a metaphor for what
0: what we're doing? Yeah, here. yeah. We all need uh, boulder to, to push. Whether yeah, again, we we're talking that. about before yeah. the mics went on. As kids, when you're playing sports, yeah. you have that thing to channel all your energy into sure. your competitive spirit, exactly, and dude. that's your boulder. And then you just know, do it. if if no that, other reason. yeah, if you don't go the uh, the athletic route, when what's what's your next boulder? You yeah. know, and yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a great thing because yeah. you're improving. You just sense like it's got to be. Gratifying for you guys to be making cool projects and connecting, and you just kind of feel this thing heading in a direction. Yeah, that's right for sure. It's
3: It's cool too with the with the studio. Is like we got documented evidence of progression where you can look at stuff years and years and years ago where we first just started. Like you had one mic and we're just messing around, and you're like, okay, that's it's funny to hear it now. And then you see, you know, like the, the latest record. You're like, okay, that's that's a clear evolution. There's no there's no questions or ifs ands or buts. It's just like. It's documented in time, which is cool. It's cool to be able to, you know, remember and retrace
1: mm.
3: where the, uh, the foundations were and how the, the building started to build.
0: So now what's the ethic of like constantly improving? Like it's like, you see the improvement and now in the present moment, is there, is there like a pretty concerted effort to like just taking this? Oh,
3: never yeah. stop. It's yeah. like with yeah. this newest project, it's like the, the metaphor I've been using is like, we uncovered like the toe of a fossil. And it's gonna be it's massive dinosaur, but it's like you just gotta slowly use the those little paintbrushes the paleontologists <laughs> use, and just uncover it, and then spend your life uncovering that fossil.
0: Yeah. And just so you guys feel like you found something, hey? like, for sure. Yeah, just I think like so, we man. we found the
3: toe, you know, just the toe, <laughs> and it's uh, it's a facility to to find the rest of the creature, you know.
0: What was that breakthrough of like finding, you know, first discovering planting. Just deciding to chip away some plot of land and go. Oh wow, there's there's a looks like there's a <sighs> fossil here. <laughs> it, it's
3: funny. Like we were in other other bands, and uh, you know we had some some ideas about where things were going to go. You know we we're doing some psychedelic soul stuff and some southern rock stuff. And we uh, we had like we released a record a couple of years ago, and like maybe a week before the record release, like the band fell apart just from turmoil over the years, and we had a whole tour booked, so we kind of just on the seat of our pants we had to hire another drummer we did the whole tour but we went to like our cottage a week before the tour scrapped all the the previous music that we were going to tour and that we had like advertised to the promoters and everything we wrote a bunch of songs that were okay but we knew that like you know everyone in the band was a pretty solid player so we could just kind of pull it off if we needed to and we toured uh, like basically all of canada and we recorded all the shows and we were pretty stoked about some stuff and uh Brought it to Darcy Yates, who produced us.
2: Yeah, he just basically, there there was like, so we had hours of our, our stuff recorded, and there was like this little snippet, five seconds, this like little riff, and like Ben and I doing this like harmony thing together, and he's like, there, that's where you should focus, forget about the rest. And we're rattled, we're like, I thought we had a whole cool songs here. And he's like, no, they're not cool. And we're you know, you get your ass kicked a bit, and it's like, it's good. You're like, oh, what we thought was going on ain't going on, okay. So, we just kind of went from the drawing board from this tiny little snippet. And then we had like this one riff from we played at the end of the show one time. And we're like, what's that? And then just like put this together and this whole other thing came out of it. Just like focusing on this very like grain of sand turned into like a little pile of dirt. You're like, oh, what the hell is that about? So, to chase that is cool because like it's like happening organically or something like that, man. You're like, building yourself a little like theme park in front of your head that was never there before you're like oh cool you can just pull something from nothing that's pretty cool yeah know that's, that's exciting.
0: exciting yeah and you guys have some really cool tunes i've heard you know previewing these new mountain head songs Thanks, that are dude. coming out i'd love to talk more about them just right now after the break i have ben and kyle Hanna here from mountain head in studio we'll be right back
1: That you don't have to use it <laughs>
0: You're talking about fire festival ever back?
3: We're playing the fire festival.
0: (laughs) Yeah, look out for us. We got a lot of cool stuff going on. We just got booked for the fire festival. (laughs) Uh,
3: We're
0: getting paid later. Yeah, they're
3: they're paying us on the back end. Uh, (laughs) Cheese sandwich.
0: Um, All right, all right. We are back on the Chip Marble podcast, brought to you by Lynx Magazine. I'm here with Kyle and Ben from Mountain Head, guys.
2: Hey hey, what's happening?
0: You have a lot of cool. Uh, you guys have music coming out. You have the release date April twenty sixth for the first yeah. single. Uh, tell me about that. And uh, I understand maybe that the single release is kind of the format you guys are going for, like one one jam at a time type of deal.
2: Yeah, that's the I guess. That's what the new wave is these days, man. Like uh, the album is like fading away. Interested. Yeah, yeah. I was listening. to... <laughs> talking about Lil Uzi Vert, I don't know if you know him. Sure. Someone was saying, uh, talking to a record exec, I think it was Joe Budden, and he said, when's Lil Uzi coming out with his album? He's like, Lil Uzi does 50 million streams a week, he doesn't need an album. It's like, that's what kind of industry we're in now. It's yeah. like, the the way you deliver the information now is it is a different way. Like the streaming and people, the, the, the attention spans, Dee and I were talking about that too, is like, are shorter and shorter, so. We're looking like we're doing the single thing until further notice, I guess. Yeah, we kind
3: of just want to keep that stream going relentlessly. Um, we're always writing, even in between just like, you know, releasing stuff and figuring it out. That's like the best part. We're right? always, yeah, always writing and chasing things. But uh, yeah, first single's coming out April 26th. It's called We Stole Your Head and indeed that is what will happen when you hear the song
0: but we'll give it back to you yeah like we always give it back the song. Yeah, don't worry about <laughs> it take it for a little while yeah, yeah. we're a friendly band it's just give for scrubbing inside for <laughs> four <five> minutes, minutes.
3: <laughs> the song's four minutes We're gonna. you can lend you can lend yeah. your head for four minutes yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, yeah we, we had the idea to, to release a record and we kind of produced you know seven tracks to make it a record and it is quite cohesive but just as we started talking to more people and kind of gathering our own ideas we kind of just wanted to just keep shooting them out as singles, and then kind of tie ourselves down to the goal of a single or two a month indefinitely. Because, I mean, if if we had to pursue that for life, that's that's a noble task for me, at least.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and to just kind of keep giving people things to to digest, and perhaps, you know, in 20 years or 30 years, we'll have a massive album, you know?
0: Hundreds of songs. (laughs) Try to get through the whole thing if you can, you know? Yeah, yeah. (sighs) Yeah, really cool, guys. And, you know, that is an interesting strategy, and it kind of makes sense. Like, we're in that day and age where, yeah, yeah, like, streaming might be kind of the way to approach it. And you guys seem to be managing the whole aspect of the promotion. You have the uh, the cool logo as well. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. I'm wondering like where where did that come from? The uh, Mountainhead
2: logo I'm seeing. Where did it come from, Ben? We do, we had this uh, uh, character that we we saw on the internet one day. Saw this like this guy's art on like Reddit, and he's like, oh yeah, I go on to I played the the guitar and I uh, drawed a picture, and I was like, oh cool this. And I looked at that's the. That's not and I how it like, went at all. No, I didn't. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the art was like cool enough like, as soon as you looked at it I was like there's, there's just something there right and I yeah. was like Benji he's he gets tattoos all the time so I was like check this out and then we went and visited him and connected with him and long story short he ended up mixing the record he's just like a I don't know he's just he can look David at you content. and go I know where you want the tattoo and what you want like he's like kind of like that yeah, and yeah, then yeah. He, he draws it and you look at it and you go yeah that's sick how? You don't, don't even, even ask me. him how he knew, right? <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, I'll just accept this as sure. That huh. is uh,
3: Mr. David Peyote, a.k.a. Yeah. the David Cote. Yeah. World famous tattoo artist, but, uh, yeah, we really clicked when we met him. Like, years ago, uh, Kyle pointed out his art, and we were going to Montreal, so I uh, hit him up, and him and I kind of bonded over um, sitar. I've been learning, mm-hmm. like, Indian classical music for the last six years, and uh, he had a sitar, and he was like, hey, dude, like, I, I don't know how to string it, so... I brought some materials to fix up his sitar. He tattooed me and then we kind of formed a friendship. We went out in Montreal went to all these crazy bars that we probably would have never heard of or
2: seen. Bar with the skate park at in it. Can you imagine yeah, there's anything a half, more dangerous? A half pipe <laughs> <than> <laughs> <half> pipe, Five dollar <laughs>
0: pictures of Pabst and there's a half pipe in yeah. the bar. Yeah, and no like release form, no, no
3: waiver no. they don't care. Yeah, no, just no, no. have
2: fun. It's this is Quebec, man. Yeah, just you re- you release yourself when you walk <laughs> yeah, into that. <laughs> if you place. crash, you just gotta jump over the guy that's dying in the bottom of the bowl, yeah.
3: But uh, yeah, we sent him early early concepts of uh our outfits here and he just kinda came up with that that logo and like I really wanna make that logo an emoji. I like it a lot. And um Yeah, yeah. A- as Kyle said, he mixed the record which was kind of funny, like we had other people in mind and like kind of heavy hit hitter mixers in mind and we'd already like talked to a lot of them and had the project rolling and uh david was just kind of hitting us up throughout the project you know we we're we always share music back and forth because he makes music as well alien emoji check that out and uh anything else he produces and i sent him some music and he kept being like yo send me the audio files and us being you know we're, we're a little bit you know oh, we can be arrogant at times we're just like what is he gonna know about mixing you know he's a A brilliant tattoo artist so like how much has he got in the rocket sauce bottle and he sent us back he sent us back a rough mix and we were just like what is this like it was amazing we're just like he Stuff just hit. He took it. Yeah, yeah, took it to, yeah, yeah, took and it to places.
0: And so. in the same way that he analyzes someone and can yeah, kind of perceive yeah. like what would be the tattoo for them and the design and where. Exactly. Same thing with the music. Like what yeah. maybe these two brothers would would want out of the so sound.
2: Weird. For so sure. weird, sure. Like the artist, it doesn't matter the medium, right? If, if these guys are like a real artist, it doesn't matter what medium he's using, he's still going to get like a something across. And, yeah, yeah, something and, like that. Uh, yeah. Was there was,
3: like, little trinkets in the music that we kind of alluded to to production ideas that, you know, we had. We had a lot of ideas going into it. And he he could pick those up and just run with it and then take them even to further areas. And you're like, all right. And it was funny, just so you know, our producer, Darcy, was, uh, you know, he really was into the project and, and wanted to see it all the way through and kind of protect where it was going. And we all had a little bit of skepticism at first, but you know, he kept hitting us with these tunes and it just blew the door open and we were like, okay, like say no more, here's all the music. And then uh, he did an amazing job and we flew to Montreal to finish the record with him, hung out with him for a couple of days in the studio and- Big Keats. Yeah. Shout his, out to
2: Big Keats' shout out cat. Shout
3: Keats, Neige as well. Yeah. Uh, he has a third cat, but uh, she,
0: she
2: or he shy. did not
0: come out to see
3: us. Yeah, but
2: well, that's what we did. We hanging with cats and mix for hours <laughs> yeah. and drank beer.
0: But again, you guys have this, like, dynamic partnership, and you're finding other people that just fit into yeah. this dynamic, and uh, it's really cool,
2: you And mostly in the in the past, we've done it ourselves, and, like, it's cool to, uh, like, just, like, hand responsibility over to people, and then see them, like, just go and kick ass with it, and, like, just trusting them, being like, Yeah, hey, you know what, go and do all this. And it comes back, and you're like, wow, this is amazing. And we've been doing that a lot for this project, like the pitchers, the uh Yeah, logo, shout out Paul Wright, yeah. Andy
3: Raggendanz, those yeah. guys absolutely MDO, slayed Darcy
2: Hates. it. We had a producer, so he could tell us what was dog shish and what wasn't, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it was really handy to have other people, but also like keeping the vision like, okay, it's like I see what everybody's saying, but we're still going to go this way sometimes, right?
0: Yeah. And do you have a bigger vision of where you want the project to go? I know you had the the dinosaur fossil analogy, which is kind of just uncover it as you go, right? But do you guys maybe have a clear sort of formulated thing of where you want this to go? We're looking
3: to take the world's head. You know, yeah, we yeah. want the whole thing.
2: Wasn't the wasn't the ultimate goal a Fortnite skin? So that yeah, like we're <laughs> looking to get this look. That's the in world. reach the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortnite yeah. is the
3: platform. We'll come up with a dance. Yeah, we can come yeah, up with a yeah. dance. <laughs> now yeah, yeah, yeah. We just like I mean, we really love playing music and uh, to keep producing music and playing music and performing music is really what we're after. And yeah. we're just going to keep doing that and keep showing up
2: because. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, like, I mean, anybody that listens to music and, like, has a good time or, like, you know, music gets you through whatever or, like, you're partying to it. It's, like, everyone has a little bit of debt to the musicians that made it. You're, like, ah, and it's, like, almost, like, repaying that. Like, in my my sense of things, it's, like, music got me through so much in my life just, like, listening, just, like, the soundtrack of your life. That's, like, well, now it's my turn to, like, just go in the cycle and do it, you know? Yeah. And hopefully that... It passes over. on you just like inspire the next generation that's to it. keep it going man that's all
0: yeah i'm into podcasting for the same yeah, reason there was like exactly. that dark time in my life in university where you know i stopped doing sports and i didn't have like anything in my life filling that void yeah and like listening to podcasts talk format like that was everything you know that's and cool. now it's like you take that responsibility yes. To make it it's like i'm not just a fan anymore i yes, think that sir. maybe i could organize my yeah, energy and yeah. then yeah
3: yeah it's like focusing the sunbeam with a magnifying glass yeah, you know yeah we all have this ability and most people unfortunately are like either too scared too nervous or you know just aren't ready to fully express themselves where you know you gotta you gotta yeah not don't be scared ever yeah.
2: Yeah, it's bigger than the, than the than the than yourself, right? Like it's like that's the thing. Is you got to put something above it so you don't like get too down on yourself anymore. You're like, "Oh, I'm looking I keep looking up." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Climb the mountain. Yeah. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. And yeah, it's not an easy path, you know, you no, pick, you start going yeah. on stage and performing and you,
2: you put yourself out there, yeah, right? You're in your pants, and you're like, oh, <laughs> why am I doing this? Like, all that comes, right? Well, like, yeah. like, the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. The self-doubt circle comes and you just got to deal with it. And you have to stink. Like, the whole
0: thing of you yes. know, doing this new thing and yes. embarking on this crazy journey is the beginning. Yeah. You're totally
2: unequipped, but mm-hmm. you have to just put yourself in those positions. And you definitely have yeah, to shit the bed, I mean.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you have to. Like, that, that. you have to get through that. You have to almost, like, embarrass yourself to death and then, yeah. then you're not not Afraid yeah. anymore, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Kevin McAllister said in Home yeah. Alone, I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> I feel like I'm <laughs> oh my god, very true. <laughs> You're learning this lesson way longer ago, yeah.
0: And uh, you know, we're talking about performing live, and I think you guys do have a show, uh... Uh, there is a secret show
3: May 10th at uh Coupe de Tete, who okay. are, are the fine gentlemen who made these hats on our heads. Shout out to Jay and Ryan, yeah, also shout out to Ben Via Piano, who made our sick jackets Jack. and our jeans, oh, also custom. in that shop, Bes-
2: yeah, bespoke.
3: So, uh, it's going to be password only. It's only going to be promoted about four days out. It's uh, during CMW. And I think, I don't know what the cap is, but it's like a, you know, we're doing a real low-key, like, underground speakeasy. Like, you need a password to get in. uh, That's the password. (laughs) See? That's the password.
0: Stick them up. (laughs) I got a
1: rod. (laughs) (laughs) That's what... I got (laughs) a rod, yeah.
2: But, no, it'll be super cool and super fun. Cool, cool, cool. Right down. Yeah uh, Matt and D If you guys want to come To if you're around Yeah Hell yeah. yeah That's it man yeah. Just
0: don't
3: tell anyone else <laughs>
2: <laughs> It won't
0: leave This room That's yeah. the whole point Of podcasting <laughs> Yeah <laughs> uh, Yeah you know In terms of You know What is a live performance Like for you guys I'm sure you've been Doing it a while You've probably Come a long way In terms of that whole You know Performing in that context And what's that like For you guys And where are you at now With getting up there And connecting with people Okay Oh
2: okay That's a good one So basically like I don't know. Before in the band, there was five of us, so there was a lot more noise, a lot more yelling, and it was a lot more chaotic. So basically... Also
3: easier to rely on other people, though.
2: Yeah, that's also true. So someone else, you know, you could just, like, drown in the noise. But, like, the new stuff we're doing now is much more calculated and much more, like... Rhythmic. Rhythmic, and everything has got its place, and it's, like, we're just more organized and less chaotic this time around. And, like, we've we we've been uh, touring with, like, Bahamas and Metric and Death Cab and, like, seeing how all those big operations work just by watching, just by looking and seeing how day-to-day how this works and, like, getting a behind-the-scenes view of that was pretty important just for, again, like, motivating you up the mountain, you know?
3: Also seeing where you got to get at to play because yeah, all those how good you have shred. to shred. Yeah,
2: and how organized you have to be and how the whole team has to be a unit and, like, there's so much behind the scenes that... Most people aren't seeing about, it. Like, like, like you're saying, our fathers, like the corporate structure is everywhere because that's the only way to organize crazy monkeys, basically, which is us, is like the, the human race. It's like to, to, to get everybody on the same page takes a lot of discipline, a lot of stress and a lot of work. And like, you're never going to get away from that. Even yeah. as an artist where you wanna be like,
1: Oh dude, it's just about
2: the whimsy of the artist the is the folly <laughs> of the artist. There ain't no music if you ain't making money. It's just yeah. the fact around this part of the
0: world, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well yeah, you gotta organize the what you're doing here, you know, especially in like a team atmosphere. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's not the easiest thing to do. And as no. it grows bigger and bigger, you know, you talk about having a band with three people, but going on tour, now you have to get so many more people in sync. And, yes, it's uh, a bit of a skill set. You guys feel like maybe you picked a, a bit of that up from your old man, the ability to maybe oh, manage. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's, damn, he's, man. He's,
2: uh, he's <laughs> yeah. imparted we're a still lot of it. Managed to this day. We go, uh, we're going to go home and we're going to get managed somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's taught
3: us a lot. He's an intense man. Yeah. And, uh, but his heart is huge and he's great with people and those skills he's imparted on us has been invaluable yeah for sure but uh, yeah the the live performance for this project was interesting because it's not like a lot of the songs aren't super traditional in terms of like chords and you know laying back like a lot of the stuff we play on the guitars or the bass is like a counter rhythm to what we sing so it's kind of like you know patting your head and rubbing your belly like you know when we we wrote the record and it got you know it was done and we were all stoked about it and then we we're like uh-oh can we even play this like it took a long time to get it all around because it wasn't just your standard rock and roll oh, yeah stuff that you could just lay over but it came together and i mean it's a very filled out record and produced but i think we've come up with something really cool as a three-piece rock and roll band to represent it and uh and i don't know i've had a, i've had a lot of fun and i know like everyone involved, had a lot of fun just getting it going and having a laugh about it and but also dialing it in and being strict where we need to be strict and being loose where we need to be loose to just you know do the song's justice
0: mm. Hey one of those songs that you guys do Justice Gaslight I'm a huge fan that's by far I don't know something <laughs> about it Appreciate that man. And, Come <laughs> on baby Uh yeah I'm digging it there's something about it uh, Can you tell me anything about that song maybe something about the the creative process how that kind of yeah. got beamed into your the the Mountain Heads start it? it started It
3: started as a yeah. bridge right? Yeah the funny thing is like cuz we a song. we yeah. you know there's there's a pretty there's a there's a bit of a formula to what we're doing and I I don't know if you noticed, but like our bridge is Aren't really like guitar solos or anything specific soling, but they're kind of like these arrangements, kind of like you know like orchestrated arrangements around different themes and layers of themes. And we we were writing some song, I don't think it made the record, and we got to the the bridge of it, whereas like where we have a lot of fun because we'll just you know make up these cool instrumentations. And we got into Gaslight, and. You know halfway through the recording we're like hold on this can't be a bridge like this is a this is a song this
2: is a full-on song man this is a hit man <laughs> this is an absolute smash absolute smasher
3: <laughs> but uh, that's really what happened is i mean we were recording it one of our buddies came over and he was like what is this and we we're like it was a bridge and then we just like deleted that and started the song and uh it all kind of just came out you know just chased chased that that idea and you know the the vocal melody and the chorus, it all just kind of wrote itself. You know, you just got to be there to to guide it into reality. Really, mm. I find I find the less we're involved in in it, the better the results. And then the more involved we are in it, it's just kind of like oh, you can tell, like oh Ben Ben put his idea there, or it's Kyle put his just, idea it's there. It's yeah, sticky. it's this. You can smet it <laughs> <laughs> instead of uh, <laughs> instead of it just like you know it, I, It's hard to explain because it's this little, like illusory thing, but. The, the more you lay off usually the clearer the channel and then it's going to come like you know let let the song write itself really cool, yeah. gaslight right gaslight
2: yeah. and it's like you know it's one of those things playing on like a, a literal gaslight like on your car or like gaslighting somebody where like you manipulate their reality where you keep telling them like now you're on, like no there's no Cheetos in this room Matt
3: there's nothing. What do you mean? Oh, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right.
2: Like, so those like two meanings come together where this you get like, real the literal happen. and the non-literal mm. stuff. Not really cool. The yeah. double
3: entendre.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about. It all comes back to, we, you know, a little bit of wordplay. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, yo, guys, really cool uh, meeting you today. You guys come through and your hey, performance nice and come upstairs. Appreciate you. Thank you very much for having us in, dude. Yeah, well, guys, uh, all the best, and uh, looking forward to the single coming out on April 26th. And we stole uh, your head, baby.
3: Yeah. we'll hey, give it back, though. Don't be too scared. Yeah. Mountain head. All right, guys. Thanks yes, a lot, yeah. Yo. Thank
2: you. Cheers, guys. Thank you.
1: These keys open doors that you don't have to use anymore. Keys open doors that you don't have to use anymore. Gaslight coming up, baby. Get your mood right. It's back and forth lately with you, gaslight. It's back.